0: This podcast proudly brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Old school is back in season. Experience superior shells when you go with Boss Shot Shells. Their premium non-toxic bismuth shells knock birds down so hard that the old guys might just think they're shooting lead again. Make sure you check out Boss Shot Shells for your next purchase of shotgun shells. What's going on, folks? Thanks for tuning me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. On this week's episode, we're joined by Ryan from Old Town Canoes. We talk about duck hunting in Maine and all the crazy outdoor opportunities they have out there. Honestly, I didn't realize that Maine was such a mecca for waterfowling. And we, we actually touch on sea duck hunting as well, which is pretty neat. Another topic that I'm very unfamiliar with. And they share a little bit of infi- inside information with us I'm talking about the solo canoe they're coming out with, the Discovery 119. So before that, a quick word from our partners, and we'll jump right into the content.
1: Hi, this is Killian Bailey from Bailey's Game Calls. I'm here to tell you about our duck, goose, and wood duck calls. We use 3D printing technology to revolutionize the industry. This new technology allows us to create calls with the same sound as wood, acrylic, or anything in between that's at a fraction of the price make sure to check out baileysgamecalls.com for your next game call.
0: Next, we'd like to give a big thanks to our partners at White Rock Decoys. Be a nomad and get out further with their system of windsocks and silhouettes. Use discount code DUCK Gun Pod at checkout for ten percent off your next order at whiterockdecoys.com. Well, what's going on, folks? I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles. I got my co-host for today, Hunter from HDR Innovations, and our guest for for today is Ryan from Old Town Canoes. How you doing, Ryan? Good.
1: How are you guys doing? Doing great. Good. Good. Awesome. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I know you were saying a, l- a little bit earlier uh, you're kind of getting dumped on by the snow, and I know here in Indiana, it's at least it's starting to warm up a little bit, not quite spring yet, but we can kind of almost see it coming, but that's probably a long way off for you.
1: You know, every time we think that this time of year, um, you know, we get hit again with a snowstorm, we're, we're like, we, we, we can, we we're at risk of getting snow like through the beginning of May. So we just try to keep our mouths shut and not try to jinx it. But yeah, it's been a pretty brutal, winter up here so far um i mean the parts of maine have just been getting just totally uh nuked on with snow my my cabin up north we have about uh, four and a half feet of snow uh on the ground so it's just been a ridiculous winter oh wow
0: (laughs) how far up north uh is your cabin
1: uh moosehead lake region is where my cabin is i live uh just outside of old town maine which is um, Central Maine, kind of mid coastish, and it's about an hour drive from there. So, um, you know, you you start heading west, northwest, and you get the mountains, and that's where all the snow is. Ironically enough, I mean, for all the snow we've gotten, you know, my house here in uh, in the greater Bangor area doesn't have a lot of snow. We've gotten more, you know, we've gotten snow, but then it's followed by rain and ice, so it's just been a mess.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, kind of. You know, touching on something you said there, our, our winter, I would say, has been pretty mild up till um, kind of we got that solar vortex that came through the Midwest. I don't know how that affected you up there in Maine, but we got real cold. But before that, our winter was pretty mild and um, the migration was a little slow. So our duck season, honestly, wasn't the best this year. Uh, so how, how have you guys fared up there in Maine?
1: You know, we are in a tricky spot. Um It's funny, you know, we just being an avid waterfowl hunter and and being plugged in on, you know, you know, the industry via social media and just watching people in the Midwest. It's just, we always have this, like, this just envy uh, about what's going on (laughs) everywhere else in the country. And I think your slow is probably different than our slow because I went you know, we, our early goose season starts September 1st, and then duck's early season starts late September, early October, and I didn't see a mallard uh, until the end of October. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a really weird year. Uh, for whatever reason, we didn't have a lot of mallards fly through until late, um, and I'm seeing them all over the place now, which makes no mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> um you know we had a lot of wood ducks this year not a ton of mallards more black ducks than i've normally seen so when did you say your year. season ended uh our season well our uh dabbler duck season ends uh for most of the state like early december um and then we you can hunt them on the coast and there's through like early or late december and then our sea duck season ends middle of january
0: Okay. And so do you, uh, well, I guess, you know, I, w- I don't want to get too far into it before. Uh, go ahead and, and let uh, people know a little bit about who you are, um, what you got going on.
1: Sure. Um, so yeah, I, I am uh, the brand uh, manager, brand marketing manager for uh, Johnson Outdoors Watercraft, um, who owns, uh, we, we own Old Town Canoe and Ocean Kayak. Um, Old Town uh, was a, uh, was founded in 1898 here in Old Town, Maine. So it's been a we've been around for a really long time. Started as a canoe manufacturer who um, employed a lot of the Penobscot uh, Native Americans here in Maine um, to build boats. And we basically uh, borrowed a lot of the craftsman qualities that the Penobscots had adopted in making uh, traditional uh, Native American uh, watercrafts, the canoes, and 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 we. Uh, started to put that into production as a company in the the turn of turn of the century and basically our logging industry basically once the ice uh, locks up the rivers sh- shuts down um, we used to float logs down the rivers here. And so all these log you know loggers would uh, lumberjacks would be sitting around all winter and they'd pick up a, a secondary trade like making snowshoes and um, some of them got into uh, making canoes and learned from the Penobscots. and so, uh, basically, uh, the family that owned Old Town at the time owned a hardware store in Old Town, Maine, and they they wanted to start making a line of canoes. So they hired some of these uh, um, uh, lumberjacks to that were making canoes to basically work with the Native Americans to make a line of canoes for them. And long story short, uh, Old Town expanded their line uh, throughout the 1900s to include, you know. Uh, larger motorized crafts like uh, pleasure crafts and fishing boats and uh, tenders and um, uh, they, we had a line of sailboats and so uh, we basically grew as an organization and offered all kinds of different watercrafts, crafts and uh, really found our sweet spot with recreational um, and sportsman crafts with you know canoes and kayaks and, and in recent years uh, Johnson outdoors bought us in the mid 70s. And um, in recent years, uh, we've uh, focused a lot of our attention and time into developing uh, high-end fishing kayaks and sporting crafts for for anglers and hunters. So um, in the last five or six years, we've launched a couple product lines, one called the Predator Kayak under Old Town, and then uh, most recently, uh, the Topwater uh, Kayak. And in, in a few weeks, we're launching a new boat that's dedicated to fishing and hunting uh, that is on a canoe platform and it's called the discovery solo sportsman it's an 11 and a half foot uh, canoe haul that is a hybrid craft that's got a kayak seat in it um, so you're low to the water you paddle it with a kayak paddle um, and it's tricked out with uh, several features that would appeal to um, hunters and, and anglers so uh, that's a little bit about who i am and what old town uh, represents and who we are as a company uh, but yeah that's it awesome
0: yeah that's that's really cool honestly i'd never uh realized never heard the story kind of the heritage of old town going that far back and that's just i mean that's a really cool story you know being connected to the native americans who were kind of renowned for their skills uh at crafting canoes and all that kind of stuff just all through the years and uh, i mean that's just crazy to have that long of a story and that long of a history yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And you know, it's really cool about Old Town and, and something when I was interviewing for the job, it just you know, as a mainer, I know you know, Old Town is like our brand. You know, it's just it's it's old town and it's LL Bean. And those are what we're known for, our <laughs> up here. So um, you know, when I came to interview for the job, I already knew I loved the brand, right? But when I walked around the plant and saw everybody, you know, uh, you know, the manufacturing processes and <clears throat> you know, there's a ton of people that build boats for us here that have worked for us for, you know, 15, 20 plus years They're multi-generation boat builders, their fathers, their grandfathers, and in some instances, great grandparents used to work for us and build boats for us. And, um, so there's a lot of uh, pride in what we do. Um, and, you know, there's things like, you know, we got an archive room here where, you know, if you, let's say you're on Craigslist and you find an old wood canvas canoe, that's made by old town, you can call us up. We can go into that card catalog and pull the uh, uh, the card, the production card for that boat, and we can tell you exactly who made it, um, when it came through the you know the, the facility, if it ever came back for repair, um, where it originally shipped to, and so there's a lot of cool things about this company just because we've been around for so long. Um, we got all these stories, and I, like just my desk here in my office, I've got pictures, no joke, from 1902 in my old black and white images of like uh, uh marketing images for the catalog that they did in the you know the early nineteen hundreds sitting in my in my in my desk. So such a cool company, really cool brand and um there's just, just a lot of pride in what we do here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So have they always kind of been um related, I guess, or um I guess connected to waterfowlers in your area?
1: Yeah. I mean, Maine just in general is a sportsman's paradise. Um, I'm sure, you know, everybody knows we've got a, a really healthy moose, moose population. We've, uh, we've got a great, you know, bear hunt situation up here. The fishing, we've got uh, the, the most uh, native brook streams of anywhere else in the country mm. here, brook, brook trout streams, excuse me um and so it's just been known to be a sportsman's paradise and you know old town over the years has introduced um uh waterfowl products we had layout boats back in the 70s and 80s and our canoes have always been used um, for access for for hunters whether you're a waterfowl hunter or you know a moose hunter that's trying to get back and and to do a a remote moose hunt Um, so we've always not only have sportsmen in mind just with the products, but we are sportsmen, you know, there's several people here that, um, that fish and hunt actively and and it's just a part of our ethos.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So is that, uh, something kinda, were you, um, a big outdoorsman before you started working there? Kind of how, how was your journey as a, an outdoorsman been? Oh
1: yeah. Um, yes. Uh, so I, you know, grew up in Maine, um, grew up fishing, um, didn't actually get into hunting until I married married my wife uh, about 13 years ago I always wanted to hunt but my dad being from Arizona when we uh, when he moved here um, he just was was intimidated by learning how to hunt in a new place and just he kind of lost touch with it and so I never got the chance to really hunt um until I you know married into it and I married into a fanatical deer hunting family (laughs) um and uh so you know I I, I've always fished and always had a passion for fishing but um the the hunting thing really as of 13 years ago was new to me and uh so fanatical deer hunters um none of them duck hunt and uh when I started duck hunting it was kind of a head scratcher to them it's like man why in the world would you, you know, forsake sitting in a tree stand to go duck hunting? And so it's funny because, you know, that was really odd for them to, you know, they, they got me into deer hunting and all of a sudden I'm, I'm spending most of my time duck hunting. And, and you know, it, what was appealing to me, I had a, one of my best friends from college who we ended up going on to work uh, together at a company called Delorme um, down in Southern Maine that got acquired by Garmin, we made uh, mapping devices, GPS devices and a satellite device. And so uh, him and I worked at this company together and um he kind of kept begging me to go with him. He's a big duck hunter. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I really like that. <laughs> I really like deer hunting. I don't, I don't need another thing. You know, he's like, oh, come on, just come with me once, you know? So he, he just like was very persistent. And finally it was like, dude, if it was like green eggs and ham, it's like, dude, if, if I go with you, will you just, shut up you know and so he, <laughs> he eventually convinced me to go and it was like that first it was early season goose uh and he brought me to a spot that he knew we would have like a ton of geese coming in and we set it up and that first you know um v that came in and circled up and it was just like a. Inst- it didn't even fire a shot yet and i was hooked and it was like from that point awesome. on i was like i dove in feet first i mean dumped a bunch of money <laughs> <laughs> into it and just totally went in uh full bore and have been uh addicted ever since. And really, you know, Maine, what's really cool, even though our, our, our flyway is quite a bit quieter than uh central region, you know, we it's a really unique place to hunt because we do have a pretty decent goose population up in northern Maine. We've got a lot of um soybean and potato fields and corn fields and so we've got like the field hunting vibe up north, we've got, you know, ponds and swamps and rivers uh, throughout the rest of the state. And then we've got our sea duck um, uh, hunt, hunting opportunities, which are just unbelievable. And so, um, you know, duck hunting has really expanded for me. And, um, you know, now it almost feels like three seasons to me, you know, we start with the goose and uh, season and we move into dabblers. And then it's like, game on on the on the ocean for, uh, for sea ducks. So,
0: That sounds like a lot of fun. You guys have, it sounds like you guys have a a pretty thing going there in Maine.
1: We do. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I I feel like some days I should be uh, on the tourism board, but you know, (laughs) Maine is an awesome place to live and and we just have so much opportunity. Um, And it actually, it it drives my wife nuts. She's like, man, can't you just have one hobby? It's like, yeah, but we got four seasons. and (laughs) We have all this, all this awesome opportunity to hunt and fish and, so it's a cool place.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I, d- I didn't know a lot about Maine coming into this, um, but that's really cool to hear all the opportunities you have. And maybe I'll have to add that to my bucket list of places to go, because it sounds like you guys got a, yeah. a good deal going.
1: Yeah, we, um yeah, it's funny. We uh, My buddy Scott, who got me into duck hunting, um, him and I have, uh, we, we've hosted some people from out of state that is for some, some, uh, some duck hunters that. Uh, we've met, uh, through different online, you know, Facebook groups and things. And, um, uh, we had, we had them up one time, uh, last year we had, had them come up and, and do a sea duck hunt with us in January. And it actually was during one of those polar vortex uh, <laughs> yeah. scenarios and it was negative. It was negative 25 with wind chills of negative 50. And these dudes are from Pennsylvania. One's from Virginia and uh you know we they dressed for it and had all kinds of like weather delays getting in but they dressed for it and we went to this one spot where literally the ocean was freezing over and they each shot an eider and it's like
0: that's awesome it
1: was like they were like oh my gosh that was bucket list you know so yeah it's, it's it's a cool place and if you can put up with our weird weather and 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 make the trip it's definitely worth it it's memorable
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Although I definitely, you know, on a day like that, it seems a little scary, you know, you don't want to fall in or anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we got some awesome pictures that during a cold weather moment like that, we have this like phenomenon that happens up here called sea smoke, where, you know, the ocean's a lot warmer than the air. And so you get like this almost like what you see in the lakes in the summers where, you know, or rivers, you know, on a, on a cooler morning, you got that fog scenario, mm-hmm. that sort of thing happens on the ocean, but it freezes and it makes like these weird clouds that are frozen. And uh, huh. so we got a of really cool photos on that, you know, and then the camera died
0: because <laughs> <laughs> the battery couldn't stand the cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So kind of, um, from there, Uh let's let's jump into kind of uh what what your thoughts are with the design of this new the new canoe you got coming out. The Yeah. Discovery Solo one nineteen. Is that the right name for it?
1: Discovery Solo Sportsman one nineteen um is uh an addition to our current Discovery line of canoes. I'm sure some of your listeners um who are familiar with Old Town are familiar with our Discovery series. That's kind of like our our flagship canoe uh, model. Um, so we are launching an 11-foot, 9-inch canoe. Um, and it, like I was mentioning before, it's a hybrid. So it doesn't have your traditional canoe seat. It's got a kayak seat, a padded kayak seat um, that's on the floor of the, this 11-foot, 9-inch canoe. Um, and you paddle it with a kayak paddle. So um it provides a different experience uh and you know in a canoe you're up high you're sitting up high and uh, there's advantages to that but when you're duck hunting um or even angling uh to be close to the water like that you're you're more stable um you're able to conceal yourself easier it paddles more efficiently um and so uh the, the boat is just like a little pocket rocket i mean you get in the thing it's stable It maneuvers like a dream. Um, And uh, what's really neat about the the boat itself is we've designed it to have features that are dedicated to fishing and hunting. So we've got molded in rod holders that are built into the uh, yoke that's behind the padded seat, the kayak seat. Um, So you got two rod holders behind you. Um, The space behind uh, the seat and behind that uh, yoke is sufficient enough for a decoy bag uh, or a cooler. Um, And then in front of you, um, or beside you in the seat, you've got um, basically the the bracket that holds the seat to the the gunnels of the canoe, um, have uh, recessed pockets for shells, um, tackle if you're fishing, um, and there's even dedicated slots that you can put 12 gauge shot shells down and it, it, hold, it cradles your shotgun shells on either side um, so there's some nice features for you uh, the seat itself is adjustable so you can lay back in, in like a layout situation the canoe comes in three um, colors um, one that's more of a fishing centric color it's like a brighter teal and black uh, camo but then we've got uh, traditional camo, it's got your browns and greens and your olives and your tans all kind of mixed in. And then uh, the inside of the, the the hull on both the camo and the what we're calling bog color both have olive inside so it's got a, a real dark uh, inside color that would be easy to conceal. Um, and uh the, the the color bog I was referring to is a, an olive and black combo. So we have some 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 nice uh, concealing colors all the hardware on it's all black, the yolks and thwarts black um, this the seat tray and everything that's black. the pads are gray, but you're going to be sitting on the pads um, And so it's it's kind of murdered out and tricked out and ready to be grasped in and um, you know whether you want to throw burlap over you or, you wanna grass in the gunnels, it, it, it's a, gonna be a really uh, easy platform to trick out for your, um, uh, for your blind setup. And then uh, lastly, the thwart that uh, goes from gunnel to gunnel in front of you um, has a recessed uh, accessory track in it that allows you to slide in like a shotgun holder. So hmm. like Ram Mount and some of these other companies have made um, uh, uh, gun holders for your boat or for your ATV well, you can run one of those on that accessory track so um, you're sitting in your kayak or your canoe your discovery 119 canoe you can have your uh, shotgun between your legs propped up on that gun holder in front of you ready to go so um and at, since it's 11 foot 9 what's great about it it, it rings in at only 54 pounds uh, easily you know throw it up on a, tr- a truck's rack or in the back of your truck uh, it's a durable three-layer construction um a lifetime hull warranty so you can drag that thing through mud and dirt and rocks and it's just it, it takes the abuse um and uh we back we back it with a lifetime hull warranty so the thing is just an awesome boat and uh we've done a lot of testing over the last two years we've made uh several prototypes and have had it out in the field hunting on the ocean with it, hunting in rivers, hunting in bogs. The thing is just awesome. Uh, so it's a great little sporting craft. Um, and again, it's, you know, what's great about it too, is it's great for fishing, but it's great for hunting. So if somebody, you know, wants a boat that's multi-purpose, um, this, this would suit your needs.
0: Awesome. That's very cool.
1: I failed to mention too, you know, the capacity on it is right around 350 pounds. So you, Plus a dog and some gear, you're good to go. Ryan, Ryan, I'm familiar, very
0: familiar with the brand Old Town Canoe, but me personally, I, I haven't used uh, a canoe or kayak. Very very little experience on my end, but I've, I've been over the last year looking into them more. Is this kind of like the first canoe? When I think of Old Town, I think of fishing. Um, that's just what comes to my head.
1: Branding? Are you guys pushing
0: more of hunting, and along with that, is is this kind of like the first hybrid that you guys have designed, or do you guys have more, or is this it, kind of like the flagship design?
1: This is uh this is the first I'd say um, marketing push I'd say we, we 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 have done from the canoe standpoint on a boat that is. Uh, geared for uh, hunting. Um, and uh, though, you know, our, our other models we make in camo colorways and are known to be great um, hunting boats, this is kind of the first one that we're putting uh, a good marketing push behind uh, for that purpose. Um, however, um, in recent years with our predator kayaks and with our top water kayaks, our sit on top fishing kayak designs, um, we also offer those in uh, brown, green, camo colorway, and we've put out a good deal of content of those boats being used for kayak hunting. Um, and that's, that's, you know, before this boat came out, um, i have been doing primarily all of my duck hunting out of my, 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 my fishing kayaks that were just totally rigged out for, um, for hunting. So like the top water uh, kayak that we just launched this last year, we did a handful of videos this past fall, you can find on Old Town site. So if you go to oldtowncanoe.com and go to our blog section, we have a hunting section uh, on our blog. We published some content of how you can rig your fishing kayak for hunting. Um, and you know, we, we showed one that we basically did a DIY job of uh, grassing it in and, and running a, basically a bungee line around and, and being able to grass it in. And, then we also bought the you know the Bass Pro Shop makes a redhead kayak blind. We bought one of those and showed how that uh, works with our kayaks. And um, and previously we you know the year before we had done um, some marketing pieces and some advertising uh, for our Predator line and um, uh, for for fishing. So we you know we've worked with Ducks Unlimited in the past, in the recent years. We've worked with um, you know the HP HP Outdoors guys and Field and Stream and a variety of uh, uh, media marketing outlets to to spread the word about the dual purposeness of our fishing kayaks for duck hunting uh, but with the discovery 119 um, you know we're, you know we feel that that boat coming into market as a dual purpose machine um, you know and people being familiar with duck hunting from our canoes will be um, easy relatable easily relatable so uh, i don't know if that's a long-winded answer but um, you know we we have in the past, we've had products come to market. Like I was saying, we had layout boats at one point. Um, and we've, you know, focused some of our attention with our canoe business in in the last 10, 20 years on hunting, but really in the last four or five years, we've made a concerted effort to really, um, come out with products that work for anglers and hunters and sportsmen.
0: Cool. Um, one, one kind of thing I was kind of excited about that you said, when you're talking about the, solo, um, discovery canoe, uh, when you talked about the seat is able to lean back and you think you can, um, set it up for doing kind of a layout type hunt. Can you kind of expand on that a little bit?
1: Yeah, sure. So the seat, um, both on this, as well as our fishing kayaks are, um, you know, you've got, um, basically the ability to lay the seat back, um, in the Discovery 119, you've got the, the yoke right behind you, um, so you're able to lean back to I don't know roughly a 30 degree angle, so you're able to get yourself uh, nearly flush with the gunnel um, when you lean back. Our fishing kayaks, you're able to lean those all the way back as far as you want to go. You can lay flat if you'd like. So <laughs> the seating in both uh, the Discovery 119 as well as our fishing fishing hunting platform kayaks are able to to lay out, and so. You know that blog I was referring to. We give you some ideas on how you can rig um, your pre-existing kayaks uh, to be a layout boat. But with this canoe, what's great about it is it's a big open canvas, and you've got you know your 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 gunnels and your, your canoe walls, your hull walls that you're sitting down in. So you've already got you know a good deal of you covered up by you know from the side. So then you just need to focus on covering yourself from above, and uh, with with uh, the ability to 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 mount uh, onto the hull in various ways and in, in in fashions, you can take you know pre-existing um, uh, uh, you know camo tarps and, and burlap and things and fashion a way to basically cover yourself nearly completely in this hull. It's it's going to be really easy, and we plan on in, in the coming months put producing again some more content that supports and shows and demonstrates how you're able to do that, but. What's great about this discovery 119 is you're within the hull cause you're sitting on the floor of a canoe, more or less in the seat. It leans back and you've got a big blank canvas of the ways that you can customize your, your, um, your concealment.
0: Cool. And kind of with, uh, the concealment as well, I know you talked about the, the redhead blind that attaches to kayaks. Um, you think that that's an option for canoe having, uh, an attachment piece like that, Um, would something like that work or is it just having um, the gunny sacks and and the camo tarps and maybe some natural cover mixed in with that going to be sufficient for your cover
1: yeah I think you know you can go as simple um, or as uh, I've seen people you know take DIY style you know take like fiberglass rods you know and bend them over and make you know almost (laughs) like an arced cover you know there's some people out there that get real creative but you know, if, you know, if you're real DIY and you're really into it, there's ways that you can, you know, make that thing look like, um, you know, beaver beaver house or muskrat house uh, pretty easily. You're, you're already on the water and you got that stable platform and you're able to kind of bend rods and, and or, you know, cedar strips and, and, and make that happen. But, you know, I don't know if the redhead blind would necessarily be compatible with this hull just because you got the seat that does not remove from it. You know, this, the redhead, um, Setup up has a seat inside of it. So hmm. you got that challenge and with our, you know, with our top water and our predator seats, you can take those right out of the kayak and then just set the redhead, right, redhead blind right over it. Uh, but if anybody, any of your listeners are handy with a, um, with a sewing machine, you can very easily fashion, you know, the, the lines of a canoe are, are very, um, very basic. So you could fashion yourself a pretty, Nifty little um, uh, cover if you wanted to clip onto the gunnels or drape over, um, it would be pretty easy to do. But you know, at the end of the day, like I'm, you know, at three in three in the morning, a lot of times I'm just gonna throw myself under some burlap and some some grass, and and when I get to my spot, you know, use the vegetation from the area to finish up the job. But You know i I, at the end of the day try to keep it simple and that's what's nice about this too it's not a huge craft to have to cover and it's already got the right colors going for it and so you just gotta really just throw some grass in the bottom and around your legs and some burlap where you need and you're good to go
0: yeah i can agree with that i definitely have been guilty at times of going to extremes on stuff but uh simple always works as well yeah uh, so kind of, uh, stepping back to, um, talking about the hybrid purpose of this, you know, fishing and hunting. Um, is there any sacrifices you make on either one? Or is this kind of just like the perfect combination of fishing and hunting? You know, um, you got your seat set up and your rod holders, so you can take it out, you know, bass, bass fishing, fishing on a lake. And then, you know, come fall, you take all that stuff out and you can just get it all rigged up for duck hunting. Is there any kind of Um, thing you'll lose either way on, on that, or is it just kind of a perfect hybrid?
1: Yeah, no, I'm not, you know, unless you've uh, done a lot of customization to make it a duck boat and, and, you know, like you've done some concealment that you'd have to, you know, deconstruct in order to make it a fishing boat off the shelf. Um, you know, with the camo and the bog colorway, the thing's good to go either way. It's just a matter of how, what you put inside of it. So, you know, it's, it's ready to receive, you know, kayak fishing crates, you know, like there's people that have like rigged out crates with rod holders and holds your tackle. It's ready to go. It's got a notch in the back of the yoke that receives that. You know, it's got your rod holders. It's got everything you need for um, organization kind of at your fingertips. It's even got two forward facing rod holders built into the, the um, armrests. So if like you need to throw your rod there and, and rig a lure or land a fish or something, you got that. So it's, it's, it's ready to go. It's dual purpose um the only issue you'd have is if you bought like the photic colorway which is that teal black then you're going to have an uphill battle trying to get that thing concealed Mm. so if you're you know you're looking to dual purpose hunt and fish out of this thing i'd recommend going camo or or the bog color um and and we didn't want to throw a brighter color in there because we do understand that some people fish and don't hunt and uh, would like that for a fishing platform only so we kind of threw a fun bright color in there but um, it really is ready to go it just depends on what you want to put in it and if you've done any aftermarket modifications to make it more one thing than another and what you'd have to do to get it but it's off the shelf ready to go either way
0: sweet deal uh, so kind of the last question i have about it um what would you say kind of the stability is um, i know kayaks have always been you know lower to the, the water and so they're pretty stable and this is kind of following suit with that having the seat down in there and having a kayak seat but uh um when I first started taking my dog with me and he was a pup six he was about six months old and uh (laughs) uh, I was in a canoe and he actually tipped us over so um (laughs) kind of on that line you know uh, are you going to be stable you know if you had like a kid with you in front of you or a dog in there um what's the stability on that
1: yeah, um, so it's, it's it is quite stable um, it since you're sitting down on the floor. Um, you've got that added stability of your center of mass is down lower. Um, and you also have the ability to brace yourself with a longer paddle when you're stroke when you're paddle stroking. And um, so you've got um, some nice stability, surprisingly, for it being as small as it is and as nimble as it is to turn. Um, it is not a tippy craft. I mean, yes, you can tip it over yes, if you got that young uh, dog or kid that's, you know, um, you can't sit still, you you know, it would be, you know, if they're trying to jump off the sides and yeah, it will, it will rock (laughs) back and forth. But, um, you know, that's where, you know, if you do want that added, you know, security of having something that if I would recommend thinking about, all right, I've got a young dog, I'm training, or I want like the most stable, Safe platform. I would consider a fishing kayak um, rigged up for um, for duck hunting. You know, like our top water predator. Um, it self bails, um, so even if you get a bunch of water in it, it's self bailing itself. And also, since it's a, a sit on top kayak, you just flip it right back over if you fall off and climb back on. Um, don't have to dump out water or, or you know you don't get bogged down. Whereas like in a canoe you take on water, that water stays there till you bail it out. Um, so, you know, just consider your comfort level um, in the application and whether you're going to be carrying a dog a lot and have a dog jump from the platform. Then if you're going to have your dog jump off of the platform, um, then consider that as well. Um, but, uh, you know, the canoe itself, I can't, I can speak volumes of the fact that it is very stable. Um, and if you get a well-trained dog and you're planning on using the platform to Gets you to a blind where you might be hunting from shore versus hunting from the boat or you're going to be able to hunt from a place where the canoe is is braced against grass or up on the bog and you know, a bog floor or something where you're you know you're stable the dog can jump out from there that that's another uh, another another factor but you know if you're going to be hunting deep water or somewhere that the dog's going to have to jump out and you, you have the risk of, of flipping over then that's something to consider but if you're hunting without a dog or you're hunting with a well-trained dog, you're going to be using the craft to get to your blind or get to a spot where you can be up on land or or in shallow, shallow conditions and totally, perfectly acceptable. And, um, but I, I think everybody would be really pleasantly surprised with how stable this thing is.
0: Awesome. That's some great information. So I think, uh, right now is probably a good point to jump into the lightning round. Lightning round is quick questions with quick answers. So uh, let's jump right into it. What kind of gun do you shoot?
1: Benelli Supernova.
0: What kind great, of ammo great. do you shoot?
1: Ooh, I'm a cheap ammo guy. I know, I know, I know. But uh, usually uh, <laughs> just the best deal I can find at the beginning of the season. <laughs>
0: gotcha, gotcha. And what was that last season?
1: Oh, that was the, uh, um, uh, the the Remington or the Winchester uh, the x
0: um, Super X, Winchester yeah, Super X. Yeah, they're pretty decent shell for sure. Um and what size shot do you use for ducks?
1: Hmm. Good question. Um I use 3 or 4 for ducks. Uh sea ducks I'll go to a uh either a BB or a 2 because they're hardy little uh hmm. jerks to shoot. Um <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it just depends but I I usually try to keep it 3 3 to 4.
0: And what, what shot size for geese, uh,
1: BBs or number twos.
0: If you could only hunt one species for the rest of your life, sea ducks, geese or dabblers, what would you go with? Wood ducks, wood ducks, wood okay. ducks
1: all day long. Yeah.
0: Is that uh you you think they're the most fun, best tasting or both?
1: <laughs> yeah, both. I, I like where I have to hunt them here in Maine. Um, and, uh, they are an early season duck that, you know, you've only got a couple weeks to hunt them and the action's usually pretty good. They, they fly in really fast. Um, I, I just, I, I really like that species of duck and, and they're delicious. So I, I'd say wood duck.
0: Awesome. That's cool. Uh, not to go too far off on a tangent, but I, I am somewhat interested in the, in the wood duck top topic. Do you, uh, use a, um, wood duck whistle or, um, do you use a standard mallard call?
1: I use a wood duck whistle.
0: Okay. And you think that they come to a mallard call at all, or only to wood duck whistles?
1: Sometimes they'll come into the call. I mean, I, I've had wood ducks land with my mallard decoys, um, mm-hmm. but typically, I find in my area at least they hang out pretty much with themselves. So I'll have I'll throw mallards out, and I'll throw wood ducks on the other side. You know, if I'm I'm setting up in like a, a half moon shape, I'll have mallards on one side, wood ducks on the other, and they'll usually land with the wood ducks. And they'll respond more okay. to the wood duck call.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so are you guys allowed spinners in Maine? We are. Okay. And do you think that they're pretty well attracted to spinners as well? No.
1: No. Nope. Okay. I, I, I'm probably a bad one to, I'm pretty traditional and I have a hard time. I've had a hard time adopting spinners. I have, every time I've hunted over a spinner, I, I am convinced that it's flaring birds more than it's drawn <laughs> them
0: in hmm very interesting in my experience i think wood ducks love spinners um but i haven't tried the species specific decoy strategy and that's something as well that i want to try out i
1: thought we weren't talking politics
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry i got i got on it just a little bit we'll we'll jump right back into the lightning round uh, three and a half for three inch cells
1: three I, in my, in my, my early hunting career, I was like, oh, three and a half all day long. If they made a four, I'd shoot a four, but I've since matured in my, in my, and I even have been using two and three quarters a lot too.
0: Uh, what is your craft of choice for waterfowling? Whether it's, uh, you know, a kayak, um, a canoe, a hybrid, whatever it would be.
1: You know, I am a bad one to ask because I work for the company and I'm taking stuff out all the time. And we make <laughs> square stern with a motor that I use sometimes, you know, we've got a, a couple of great fishing kayaks that I've, you know, that are great for hunting, like the topwaters. Mm-hmm. This last year, I hunted primarily out of the top topwater uh, 106, which is a 10 and a half foot kayak um that's super lightweight and i had it rigged up custom with a blind and it was just really easy to just uh, back into the reeds and i was my own blind and retriever so that was kind of my go-to for my solo hunts but whenever i'm hunting with someone else it's just easy uh if, especially if we got a place to set up on shore to just hop in one big canoe and have everything and everybody together so um mm-hmm. i'm always Always open to taking a, a canoe when when applicable, but now that this thing's out and we've got the Discovery One Nineteen, this uh, I'll be hunting a lot out of this thing just because it's so easy and crisp to paddle and it's open and you can just freight it down with all kinds of gear and uh, so that that'll probably be my go-to this next season.
0: Awesome, uh, face paint or no face paint?
1: You know I i am a face mask guy i've got like lightweight face masks
0: okay that's a that's another option as well <laughs> uh <laughs> what is your favorite terrain to hunt in whether well, it's like a marsh back, rivers if I,
1: explain, if I can explain okay yeah Maybe go ahead I, I, I we we work at old town we are on the river so most of my hunts i'm squeezing in before work and meetings so i do face masks so mm-hmm. I don't have to scrub my face and have blotchy skin. going into.
0: <laughs> <the food. laughs> yep. Yep. I've experienced that as well. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Favorite terrain to hunt, whether it's a marsh rivers, uh, the sea, uh, probably your marsh for wood ducks or <laughs> what, what yeah, have you on that? You
1: no. Know, um, we've got a lot of, um, creeks that come off of the river here. Um, just hunting off of the river in any fashion, whether it's a, uh, a, a, a a marsh that comes off the river or a little Creek, uh, anything, uh, close to the river, um, or on the river is my choice just because of the action, the, the ducks up here, use it like a highway. So if you, you can get some good action, you know, from time to time in some of the ponds up here, but if you want like consistent action, it's on the river.
0: Uh morning or evening Hunter morning, no luck in the evenings at all.
1: Very rarely. Very, I've, I've had, I've shot maybe two ducks in the evening.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat on that. Um, I think it's kind of our area, is not, we're not heavily populated with waterfowl. So it seems like your best chance is first light. <laughs> yep. Um, and then last question for the lightning round and this one doesn't have to be a quick answer, but, um, what is your most memorable hunt? Hmm.
1: Great question. Uh, i would say uh we we had a really cool one on the ocean a couple years ago down in yarmouth uh maine which is down mid coast maine just outside of freeport where like ll bean is based um we uh we hunt the tides here really dramatic we have like 12 to 15 foot tides so uh we, we we scouted this one spot that during low tide it's an exposed it's pretty tall rock outcropping but you only have like a three and a half hour window to hunt it before the water quickly comes back in and floods it and then there's no island anymore. Um, so you, you paddle out, it's uh, January, you're in a canoe or a kayak, uh, you're on the ocean, it's pitch dark and you try to line it up to where the rock is just starting to become exposed. Um, so we had that day where it's like, where's the rock? Oh, there it is. And as we're setting up, the, the rock's draining of water uh, we had one day out, you know, in that situation where we had geese landing on us, we had mallards landing on us, we shot eiders, we had old squaw. It was just an incredible day uh, in in a really cool place because you have a very limited time before the rock is no longer there anymore because the tide came back in. So that was pretty memorable and and one of our favorite spots to hunt.
0: Awesome. That's, that's pretty cool. I, honestly, I, I don't really think about mallards being in the ocean. I mean, it's kind of obvious that they would be, but, um, just being, um, so far inland, I don't really think about, you know, having those same birds we hunt being out in the ocean as well Yeah. <laughs> with all yeah. the cool, you know, sea ducks and yiders and, um, you know, stuff that I'm never going to see around here.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, uh, you know, from occasionally from time to time, we've got, um king eiders that come down but primarily uh common eiders here and we have an awesome awesome um uh, population of them and so yeah it's a really cool uh place to hunt just because you've got all the variety again it's not as busy and hopping as like the central flyway but it's very unique and um you you can shoot anything from a black duck (laughs) to um, a pintail to an eider in, in the same spot
0: sweet sweet deal well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, really appreciate you coming on the podcast. And I got to say, I'm pretty excited at some point in my life to <laughs> to head out to Maine now with all the, you know, waterfowl action you guys have, have out there. And also um, to check out uh, the Discovery 119. It's going to be, uh, sounds like it's going to be a sweet waterfowl craft as well. So any anything you'd like to add or last words you'd like to say, Ryan? You no,
1: know, anybody that's curious, I mean, we're launching this boat um march 8th uh and so if you just keep keep an eye out we'll have a launch video that kind of sells the dream of hunting and fishing from this thing uh, but for any any information on anything we've talked about if you visit us at oldtowncanoe.com uh, we got all kinds of stuff and, and, and goodies on there and uh, so you can shop our line and check out all the great content that we put out on the hunting and fishing front
0: awesome and i'll put a link down in the show notes For you guys, Uh, if you're listening to this as well, you can just jump down there and you'll be directed to where you can check it out. So um, that's all we got for tonight. Thanks again, Ryan, for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, Hunter from HGR Innovations, Ryan from Old Town Canoes, and we'll see you guys next time.
1: Thanks, guys.